So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Everybody. Uh, actually a day after Halloween. So happy All Saints Day. Uh, God bless you. And this is Big John on another panic attack. Let me get my soothing Christmas music playing here in the background. Hey, today marks the first day of Christmas. Yeah. Thanksgiving is no longer its own holiday. It hasn't been in decades. It's Christmas part one. And I, I hereby give you my blessing to put up your Christmas decor now. It's 12.41 a.m. where I am. Piss on it. Put up a fucking Christmas tree. Now, do all that like, share, comment, subscribe stuff. Uh, follow me on Getter, Getter, Truth Social, and X, formerly known as Twitter. Well, I burp. Um, I had a whole set of notes written out for what I'm about to talk to you about, and I can't find it. Maybe I, I thought, yeah, I think the other day I kind of sort of put this behind me and just move on but I guess I want to talk something different right now and I guess I'm gonna to have to shoot from the cuff on this one this is my notes on my last podcast about Israel and this is it was beyond it's beyond anti-semitism what's going on in the world right now um, and whether people know it or not um if they're supporting Palestine slash Hamas, they're supporting a, an annihilation of the Jewish people, which will be followed by an annihilation or attempted annihilation of the Christian people. That has nothing to do with the podcast I want to bring to you right now. But just throwing that around. Um, have you ever broken up with a relative? I'm sure you've broken up with somebody or you've been broken up with. I'm the, the reigning king of the bad breakup. Uh, don't know if that's something to brag about, but, um, when I decide I can no longer work with somebody or they decide they can no longer work with me suddenly I become the devil the antichrist the antithesis of evil and, and I don't quite understand why but I'll tell you about a situation and, and it broke my heart but it gave me closure on something as well 
Um, so, really, the title of this is Have You Ever Broken Up with a Relative or Family? I don't know which wording I'm going to use in the final kind of kind of thought there but um have you ever had to break up with a family member and just say you know what we can't coexist and we just need to go our separate ways um that's not gonna work either I and, and I I painted myself into this corner, so I des I deserved it. But I pushed a relative into explaining to me why they stopped speaking to me. So for years and years, I would get a text message. Good morning, relative. How are you today? praying for you um, every single holiday I instant message text message nearly every human being I've ever met in my life uh, at least every person I have in my phone contacts uh, I have a group chat for family on Facebook um, and then I, I, I put something in the group chat, the, you know, the big holidays, like today or yesterday was Halloween. I didn't make a big point to, you know, message all my friends, but, um, Thanksgiving day, I'll spend hours messaging people, uh, uh, you know, more than just, you know, a Facebook post. I really want, want to touch people, you know. Um, Christmas Day, I'll spend hours texting, instant messaging people. Um, New Year's Day and um, Easter Sunday. For me, those are the, the big four holidays where you want to reach out and spend, spread love to people. So I had this one relative that, like I said, every, sometimes daily, he would tweet, or not tweet, uh, text me. Certainly on these special occasions, I would get a text in return. And then one day, a couple years ago, It just stopped. I would text. I would instant message. Get nothing in return from him. But his wife would uh, message me back for the first few holidays. I would get direct messages from her on uh, Facebook uh, of him doing his Bible study because he's a false pastor. Um, he, he's leading a church because 
He needs to live in uh, the pastor's house that mo a lot of churches have a home designated for the pastor where the church pays the bills and you know the pastor has uh, their salary on top of that. Well, he can't find nowhere else to live. Can't afford anywhere else to live because he's old and uh, his, his he and his wife's social security isn't enough. They'd have to go into like a low-income old folks community. So, he was a Baptist and then he started to get back into sin and left the Baptist church and worked in the secular world. Then when he couldn't retire because he was too broke he went back into preaching that's got nothing to do with why he stopped speaking to me so the last communication I had with him was in this family group chat that we had and I didn't do anything wrong, didn't say anything wrong. What well, then one day my mom comes to me and says, Have you heard from your uncle such and such? I'm like, No, not in a while now that you mention it. And so, you know, I start Every now and then texting. Hey, how are you? Hey, how you been? No answer. Started writing letters. And the fewer and fewer, or the more and more letters I wrote and got no response and no response to the text messages, I start to think, well, what's this SOB's problem? He was nice to myself and my mom when he wanted to come collect antiques out of our family home after my grandmother died. And So when I got him on the phone the other day, I said, you know, these letters I've been writing, I want to know why you stopped speaking to me and you won't answer me. You won't tell me. And he said, I know what you meant to do with that letter. You're just like your mom. You wanted to stir trouble and cause, start an argument and cause trouble. You're a troublemaker. And you try to act like you're an angel and you're a liar your mom's nothing but a liar. My brother's not, not anything but a liar. I'm like when when is you're such a fuck up in life and you admit your faults? When has anyone ever had to lie about you? You do enough to make yourself look stupid as it is. I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. And uh He started telling me all these stories about how I yelled at my grandparents. 
I did. They yelled at me. Out of the blue. Sometimes I yelled at them. You may think I'm an asshole for yelling at my grandparents. That's fine. Maybe my grandparents were wrong for yelling at me at times. But you wouldn't yell at my grandparents in front of me without facing some serious consequences from me. Without me stepping in the middle and stopping you. There was a time when this uncle of mine in the early 80s, after him and thousands of other people lost their jobs at the steel mills, he was going to move uh, to Texas to work in the oil fields. Steel mills took a shit, but the oil fields were booming. And a few years later, they took a shit too. But when he was leaving, his wife and my grandmother were working uh, for cash, uh, taking care of a, a, an elderly lady. And his aunt put it, or his wife put in her notice, but she lied. She said, we're moving on this day, when really they were moving a few weeks after that. And my grandma slipped up and told her boss, their boss, no, she's not moving that day. She's moving a few weeks after that. She, she put in an early notice because uh, she wanted to spend time with her mother and her sister before they left. And so the boss said, you lied to me, you're fired. Well, Unc calls grandma up and tells her off for getting his wife fired. Well, I'm pissed about that. I was just like a little kid, but I was pissed. <laughs> and um, my mom was pissed and she called him up and said, Hey, you have no right talking to mom like that. It's not her fault. Your wife lied. And so we didn't hear from him for years after he moved to Texas. And then slowly, you know, he worked his way back into our lives. So he kept telling me, well, let's rewind. I said, you know, even after, you know, I did, supposedly did all these mean things. Oh, I punched holes in some walls and some, they barely qualified as walls. Whatever material they were made of was like cheaper and more frail than cardboard. And the reason why is because my grandpap came outside one day yelling at me in front of the neighborhood, well, the neighbors, because I was cutting the grass the wrong way. He had a specific way that you cut the grass from side to side to a certain point, then you cut it back and forth. And I'm like, there's only one way to cut grass. And that 
and that way is it's shorter after you cut it than it was before. But I get cussed out and embarrassed in front of the neighborhood and called dummy and all kinds of things because I'm not cutting the grass the right way. So I punched holes in the walls and cussed on my way back into the house. And these were walls that like nobody but me and two or three other people in the family would ever see. Okay? But this is one of the reasons why my uncle says he stopped talking to me. And so, for six, seven, eight years after my grandmother passed, he was nice to my mother and I. And then, on year seven or eight after grandmother's passing, he decides that we're all liars, and he's calling people to tell them how they've wronged him. My uncle and my other uncle, um... Uh, my other uncle, Javier, the names have been changed to protect the guilty. Uncle Javi, he's uh, having major heart surgery. And his wife is a couple rooms over on her way to death. So Uncle Stavi, the fake pastor, calls Uncle Javi up and says, well, hey... You know, you need to change your life around if you want to get into heaven, just in case something happens to you on the operating table. Uncle Stavi also took over my grandmother's funeral. We thought he was going to eulogize her and talk about what a great mother she was. Instead, he gave a Sunday morning sermon and was waving his Bible around and preaching like a Baptist on crack. Mm, some of them are on crack, I think. But anyways, uh, he was a, he was a uh, now he's a Nazarene pastor. And by the way, the only way to get into heaven, according to him, is the Nazarene way. Just like before that, when he was a Baptist minister, the only way to heaven was the Baptist way. Okay. But anyways, Uncle Stavi takes over Grandma's funeral and it goes, doesn't eulogize her at all, preaches a Sunday morning sermon and then says, and, and, and the best way for anyone to honor Mom right now, and he's talking to like me, my cousins, uh, his brother and sister, you know, us heathen that are not Nazarene or Baptist like him. The best thing you could do to honor mom right now is to come up here and accept Jesus and get saved by me. Never been to a funeral with an altar call. I don't know if you have. But everyone was pretty stunned and shocked and thought it was really tacky and low class that he took over the funeral. The, the um, what did I just say? The eulogy and made it all about him. And not about his mom, which is what we thought he was going to do. Um, and at this point, we find out he doesn't have anywhere to, to live. And so he starts trying to fight my mom for possession of the house that my grandma left her in her will. 
a house that my stepdad would eventually pay off for my mom. She lives in my stepdad's big house now. And I crash on the couch, by the way. But Uncle Stavi told me all these stories about how my grandparents wanted rid of me. They wanted me out of the house. They hated me. I was abuse. He didn't say abusive. He said I was mean to them. And I yelled at them. And I said, hey, they yelled at me. And I yelled back. They got on my nerves, and I let them know it. And if I got on their nerves, they let me know it. And I'm like, but after all that, you still used to text me every morning. Hello, nephew. He said, oh, well, let's rewind. This is some terrible thing mom told me you did. Is, 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 am I the only person that comes from a family that argued and fought? You know, he forgets all the things that he, you know, yelled at my mother, my mother and my grandmother about. That my mother at one point was afraid to be in the same house with him. He forgot. Well, I found <laughs> a note in my grandpap's belongings when I was cleaning out my grandparents' old house. Uh where my mom said, Dad, I'm afraid to be in the house at the same time as Steve. He was, I just said his real name, Stavi. <laughs> I'm afraid to be in the house with him. And that's why I stay out as long as I can until you get home. And uh, he was downstairs yelling at mom the other day. And it's like, hmm. I mean, I don't know. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever had to break up with a relative? Where, or I guess they broke up with me. Uh, and it, it ended with, you know, well, if you and your mom want to open up some kind of communication again, you know, we can think about that. I'm just like, yeah, okay, I, I got to go. I, I'm arriving at work. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. You know, I got my closure. It hurt. Because he claims that my grandparents said things about me that were true. They happened. But I didn't know it went as deep as what it, he says it did. But it took him seven, eight years after my grandmother's funeral to come to the conclusion that he hates my mother and I and his brother. And that we're all liars. And we all tell lies about him. I, t I, I was bragging to him about him to his old drinking buddies. And every time I would mention, hey, he's, he's, a, he's a pastor now. He's doing great. He's living the good life. Really? Him? No. And he used to like his beer. And now he accuses me of being an alcoholic. I think he's just a bitter old man. I mean, it did hurt me. It hurt bad. I mean, I was depressed and, like, just wanted to die for a few hours. And then I got to talking to a cousin of mine, and he said, you know, our grandparents loved you. They told us over and over again how much they love you. We know you made mistakes. But Stavi needs to clean up his own front porch. All the drugs and drinking... 
all the times that our grandpap's name kept him from going to jail. It's just weird. Somebody decides they hate you one day and then you find out why. Yeah, the truth hurts if it's the truth. I mean, it is truthfully why he hates me. I don't know. I mean, did, did anyone out there come from a family that's never fought and yelled and argued? But yet, if somebody yelled at me or picked on me at school, as soon as my grandparents were, like, yelling at me, all I had to do was say, hey, some kid was picking on me, or my teacher yelled at me, what? We're gonna, we'll, we'll be at the school tomorrow. We'll kick someone's ass. And I'd be like, no, no, I just want to talk to somebody about it. You know? Oh, well. I just had that. Wanted to get that through. Wanted to find out. Does anybody, what's it like to break up with family? Did anyone else ever go through that? Do you? Have you broken up with family? I don't know. Say something in the comments. Or maybe I'm just an asshole. I don't know. I thought I was a nice guy. Whenever I break up with somebody... Family, friend, girlfriend. I'm the worst thing since the devil himself. And I think sometimes they make things up and exaggerate. But I don't know. I don't see any horns. Do you? I see a receding hairline. No horns. Alright guys, God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Love somebody today. Be the reason somebody feels loved.